Welcome to Backstory, the show that explains the history behind today's headlines. I'm Ed Ayers. And I'm Brian Bella. Now, the turn of a year is always a time for looking back as well as looking forward. Yeah, you know, it's hard to believe given how young we look, Ed. <laughs> but in 2018, Backstory marked its 10th anniversary on the air. Wow. So in this special show, we're going to take a brief look back and a major look forward. Now, when Backstory began, it wasn't even called Backstory. Brian, our friend Peter Onuf, and I were, embarrassingly enough... Go ahead, say it, Ed. ...the History Guys. The History Guys is a production of VFH Radio with the essential support of the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Virginia. It's the History Guys! Yep, that's us, the History Guys. Hi, everybody. I'm Ed. I'm Brian. And I'm Peter. Give us a call, folks. 877-451-5098. We tried out lots of different theme music. Uh, Some of it worked. Uh, Some of it not so much. Now, in those early days, we took calls from listeners who had historical queries for us to answer. That's right. But remember to ask us about U.S. history. Call us about something we actually know, or at least we think we know. Over the years on Backstory, some things have fallen by the wayside and been replaced by new things. When Peter Onuf retired, Ed and I were joined by two wonderful new colleagues, Joanne Freeman and Nathan Conway. But even though backstory has evolved, one thing has remained constant. Our devotion to the discipline of history. No, no, Ed. It's our bad jokes. Um, Well, I can't blow bubbles. I can't skate. I can't swim. But I can do history. (laughs) (laughs) Us not know the answer to a question? Mm, Ed, you got to be kidding kidding around with history, that is. What is your fondest memory from the early days of Backstory? Well, I remember the supernova that gave birth to Backstory. Andrew Wyndham, who was our godfather for the first years of the pro, who really imagined it and who helped it succeed, came up to Peter and me and said, hey, have you guys ever thought of doing a radio show about history, kind of like car talk? And Peter said, now there's two problems with that. One, history's not funny, and two, we're not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Then we immediately said, hmm, well, if we did do that, we've got to have our friend Brian. We need someone else who isn't funny. Well, exactly. (laughs) Somebody who is exactly as funny as we are, which is a low standard. Then I remember coming into this very studio and kind of looking at each other and (laughs) thinking, hey, okay, now what do we do? Well, Ed, speaking of funny as I recall, yeah. when Andrew pitched this idea to you, yeah. both you guys just laughed. He said yeah. it was the most ridiculous thing. And I remember you pitching it to me and asking if I'd join you. Yeah. And I just laughed. And we both said, who would want to listen to a bunch of historians for an hour? Especially if we weren't talking really about mufflers and break jobs, you know, and things like that. Uh, so- well, there's another memory for you. <laughs> We were not allowed I know. to mention that show, very popular on public radio, about 
automobiles. I know. It, 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 it was, was banned. It was forbidden, as was the word historiography. But I figure <laughs> after 10 years, you and I can say whatever the hell we want to say. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, because it was seen as sort of declasse and also... <laughs> deep comparative disadvantage to compare ourselves to one of the most popular shows on radio at the time. But it didn't take long for us to realize this is not going to be like car talk. We do have a kind of expertise that people might be curious about, and we'll share it. That's what was in common. And we're not related, but we were good friends and decided we would embark on this adventure on our own and just take it wherever it went. And one thing I do remember about the early days is that camaraderie seemed to come through to our listeners, if I can use the word plural. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm sure all our spouses were listening <laughs> to the show. You know, talking about call-ins remind us is that we originally a radio show. Uh, our History listener, Hotline was one History of our many hotline. names. It was. And matter of fact, you know, it was very heartening early on. Some radio stations in Virginia in particular sort of took a leap of faith with us. I especially remember WMRA in Harrisonburg yep. in, in the Shenandoah Valley. Now, this actually sounds pretty good. We'll run it. And people liked it well enough. And to get ready for the big time... We auditioned with live radio. Do you remember that? I'm trying to forget it. Specifically, Ed, yeah. we're on a call-in show. I think it was Norfolk radio station. And a caller called in with a very understandable question. He wanted to know if William & Mary, the university, yes. was founded on pirate's booty. And and all three of us are sitting around the table. And we're each pointing at the other person to answer it. So we never did answer that question, but we did come up with another question. What would be a better organizing principle for a radio show rather than a call-in? And we decided that, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to come up with a theme each week. Um, actually, originally it was each month because each month, it was right. too much work to imagine doing this every week. And back week. then they didn't have weeks. Those were only invented several years ago. But then the idea was, you know, okay, if we did have a theme, what would hold it together? Now, people will remember this because somebody mentioned it to me last week. People often say, hey, I really liked you on the radio. And that's often it's older listeners who don't really know about podcasts. They kind of wonder where we went. And one said, you know, I really love your show. I liked it when you did the different centuries. Yeah. I mean, the original idea was that Peter was... 18th and 17th and 16th <laughs> centuries. I was 19th and guy. you were 20. Yeah, guy, exactly. And that was the the idea. We weren't brothers, but we were dividing things up by We time. all fought over the 21st century. Yeah, that's right. And we, you know, pretended to each have the true answers to American history, which invariably lay in our different centuries, when in fact, we quickly discovered it always was in the 19th century. But <laughs> I, I was broad-spirited and allowed you guys to poach uh, on my tarot. Some things never die. Ed. So, you know, I think the, that actually worked for quite a few years, and it built in some narrative tension into the show, right? You know, how can we Absolutely. claim to have been the pivotal moment here or there? I think the thing that's made the show... So interesting for us are the guests that we've had. For sure. I don't know. It's hundreds of people now yep. who've joined us and have shown their faith in us that <laughs> we will ask the questions that will kind of reveal the really interesting stuff that they had discovered. And you never would imagine there's that many people who've explored this many topics in American history. And I have to confess, there is one thing I miss very much from oh, the past, even though it lasted ever so briefly. Yeah. That is a segment that I invented and did the research for called 
gear from yesteryear. Oh, yeah, it's coming back to me now. <laughs> ah, the sound of the harps, that dulcet melody, remind us that Brian, our own 20th century historian, persists in hatching puzzles to humiliate us. Oh, no, you mean it's gear from yesteryear? He's back with that? Ah, uh, Peter, don't worry, man. You with your 18th century rationalism and me with my 19th century romanticism were more than a match for our modernist friend over uh, here. Are you kidding? Oh, well, oh, okay. Uh, so uh, take it away, Brian. Okay. You'll recall that last week I described not just one, but two pieces of gear. We actually had a double gear. A uh, double gear. Wouldn't that work better on uh, car talk? Yeah, a double gear. From yesteryear? You got it, Peter. And one item replaced the other. Now I want you to know, not to put you on the spot, guys, that literally dozens of listeners wrote in and guessed this. They thought it was easy, okay? Brian, I'm glad you've kept the faith in your earlier idea. But, you know, it's a funny thing about backstory. We don't really fixate on the past very much. We talk about history, but we're pretty forward-looking, really. And the one thing that's remained constant is that we'll try different strategies to connect with as broad an audience as possible with the best history possible. And, amazingly, there are other people trying to do that in their own way. (laughs) Thank goodness. And, in fact, we decided this year that we would give the Backstory Prize for Public History. 